Welcome to the Five for Two podcast with me, your host Adele, where we say no to careers where you're trading five days of misery for two days of fun. A place we discuss all things career, confidence and money moves. I want to motivate, teach and empower ambitious women to achieve more, earn more, feel more confident and enjoy the work they do. It's all about believing you can have everything you want in your career and then going and getting it. So if you're ready, let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of 5 for 2 Careers. I'm actually really excited to record this episode because this is a conversation I have been having a lot recently. And also it feels really relevant, especially because of my recent career change and what's been happening for me in my career. So let's get into it. So everybody wants a career change. So many people want a career change, but nobody wants to be a beginner. And that right there is where the problem starts. And when I say beginner, I'm not talking about starting over. I'm not talking about losing money. Like I'm not necessarily talking about any of those things. What I'm talking about is the feeling of not knowing what you're doing. The feeling of being in a new job and a new industry where you're not the expert, you're not the master at what you do. A lot of you go to work every day and you know your job, you know exactly what to do, you know how to fix things, you know what kind of problems might arise, you know how to speak to the clients or the customers, wherever you work, you know your job. But when you make a career change, no matter how skilled you are, how educated you are, you will be a beginner again. And actually, a lot of the time when people come to me and say, oh, I don't have the qualifications, I don't have the experience. When we get down to it and we really think about it and we talk about it, actually what they're saying is, I don't want to be a beginner again. I don't want to feel like I don't know anything. And what that really means is I don't want to feel inferior. I don't want to feel like the junior person, like people are looking at me like I'm silly or I don't know anything. And that right there, that's ego. That's a limiting belief. That's so much wrapped into it. And I want to talk about it. We're going to get into it today. So as a woman, we are often taught that our value is either in our beauty or our intelligence. And I'll say that again. It's either in our beauty or our intelligence. They pit us against each other and they say you can't be both. So a lot of women strive to be seen as really smart, really intelligent, really qualified, which means having to go back and be a beginner and start a job where you don't know everything. And maybe you're going to make mistakes and you've got a lot to learn. It's an uncomfortable feeling because now you don't feel good enough. It takes you back to that place. And as for me, as a woman of color, I'm taught from a young age in our household culturally, like you guys know, I'm first generation of immigrant parents. I'm taught that like, because I'm a woman of color, people are already going to think that I'm a certain way. They already have preconceived notions and stereotypes about me. So I need to be highly qualified to prove them wrong. I need to be highly intelligent and work extra hard to prove to people that I'm not the normal stereotype that they have in their mind. So I'm already being taught that like who you are being yourself isn't enough. You need to add to it. You need to do more for people to respect you. And it isn't just about being a woman of color, like pretty women. People say like you can't be pretty and smart. You hear stupid comments like dumb blonde. Because trying to make a point of someone's hair colour is going to make them smart or not, which is absolutely ridiculous. 
people saying like people being really surprised if they meet a woman and she's really pretty and also really smart and then being like wow you've got your degree oh my gosh you've got a master's but being extra surprised because as far as people are concerned you cannot be pretty and smart like we get taught as girls growing up stop worrying about your looks you should care more about your books if you've got a parent like mine you definitely heard that like get into your books, learn your books. I bet you don't know your books as well as you know how to put on makeup. <laughs> if you have Caribbean parents, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you have immigrant parents, because I've got friends who haven't necessarily got Caribbean parents, but have got immigrant parents and you know exactly what I'm talking about. But why can't you be, pre- why can't you care about your looks? Get your nails done, hair done, lashes done, all of that and still be super smart and have a degree and a master's degree and just be highly intelligent. Why have we got to choose? Like, I'm not even going to go down this road because I'll be here all day and the episode will end up being about this. But that is something that really winds me up. Like as a woman, you're told that you have to always choose between one or the other. FYI, we don't. But coming from, like I said earlier, immigrant parents, something as simple as my parents speaking differently, having an accent, people would think they were like maybe ignorant or dumb. So for them, having a qualification was their proof. Having a great job title, their proof that they are as good as you. They're not dumb and ignorant because they have an accent. Actually, they're highly qualified and they're highly experienced and they've got the manager job title. Like being a manager of anything, it doesn't matter what it is in a Caribbean household. If you've got that job title, manager you're at the top of your game. They're going to show up about it and let everybody know. And that, that gets ingrained into a lot of us from a young age. Even if you don't have immigrant parents, we are taught to climb the ladder, get to the top, be the most successful. And as women, we're told that it's going to be twice as hard for us to do it. Men have a lot of pressure on them too. They're told like, you're the head of the household. You've got to be winning. So to be winning is to be a master, to be an expert, to be the best. And the problem is we don't associate the best with being a beginner. And when it comes to your career change, that right there will hold you back because you do not associate being the best with being a beginner. Most of us associate beginning with almost like failing. Like, well, you're not that good because you're a beginner. You can't be the best because you're a beginner. And why would you want to give up your title as being the best or the master or the top of your game to then? be a beginner. And that's what scares a lot of people. That's why a lot of people don't take the leap. Because you're the manager, you're in charge. I find in my experience, it happens way more with women who are highly qualified or have worked their way up to senior level. The more qualified someone is, and the more, the bigger their job title, the higher their job title, like operations director, manager, VP, senior management, any senior type of title, those people find this concept the hardest. And that's the concept of being a beginner again. I find that the women I work with that I'm coaching on a regular basis that have never worked their way up in corporate or have never been in management, they could care less. They could care less about being a beginner. They're much more open to maybe changing their job title. Like they're much more open to being like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm making really good money but my job title might not sound that good to outside people. They could care less. But really qualified people, people that have been in management, oh, they want that title. Even if it means losing money, losing sleep because they have a shitty boss, 
they don't want to lose that title. And I understand it because you have worked for that title. Like I worked for 10 years to get into management in the education field. Like when I was working with children, I worked my way up. I got that title and I get it. You've put work into getting that title, but guys, it's just a title. Title's not going to make you sleep well at night. That title is not making you happy, making you money, getting you to where you want. It's just a title. And sometimes the fear of letting that title go, the fear of judgment, the fear of embarrassment is going to keep you in a job that you absolutely hate, keep you around bosses that are treating you badly, colleagues that are treating you badly, being overworked and underpaid, all because you want to hold on with both hands to a title. So for all my ladies that are highly qualified, all my ladies that are in senior management, this is really for you because I want you to be able to tap into the fact that being a beginner does not equal failure. And your career change might require it. Every career move will not require you to take a title drop. The truth is a lot of my clients that I work with in Create Your Own Lane, they literally get a boost in title. So they go from like just being a coordinator to a manager. So it's usually that they move up or their title changes and it just gets much better. But actually they are still a beginner. (laughs) Because if you've never been in management before, guess what? You're a beginner you're not going to know how to manage every person, every personality. You're going to learn as you go along. If you've never worked in an industry, when I left childcare and I got into human resources and recruitment, I'm a beginner. I made more money in the first 12 months in my career change than I ever had in an industry that I'd been in for 10 years. But I was absolutely a beginner. I didn't know how to use the systems. I didn't know how they did things. I didn't know how to post job adverts. I didn't know how to speak to candidates. I didn't know anything. I had to learn how to become a recruiter. And then when I became the head of um, recruitment and training and I was in the HR department, I had to learn how to do that. I had to learn employment law. I didn't know anything about employment law before I got into human resources. So I was a beginner, but I had to be willing to be a beginner to be able to have all the things that I currently have. So let me ask you a question, everyone listening right now. When you think of the career change that you want, You know, the one that's been niggling at you for months, maybe even years. You've been doing the same thing, but you don't enjoy it and you want a full career change. When you think about that career change, what's the scariest thing about it? What is the first thing that pops up? Is it, oh, I'm just not qualified? Is it, I don't have the experience? Is it, I don't want to lose money? Because that's a big one for a lot of us. You don't want to take a pay cut. Or is it, I don't want to feel like the dumbest person in the office or the room? or whatever role it is, I don't want to have to be the person that everyone has to help. I'm used to helping everyone else. I'm used to everyone coming to me for help. I don't want to be the person that has to go and ask for help. Because if it's that, this episode, like I said, is fully for you. I want to share a bit about my current, my current career change, the changes that I've made. You guys know I'm now a client services manager part-time for a huge company. And it's the biggest company I've ever worked for. To be clear, this company turns over billions, not millions. I've worked for million pound corporate companies. I have never worked for a billion pounds or a billion dollar because my company operates in the UK and the US and also Asia and other parts of the world. But they are a billion dollar company. At that level, I am learning a whole new structure to corporate. (laughs) I thought I knew the corporate world. I am learning a whole new structure to corporate. What we do has to go through so many people, so many departments, so many, like so many people have to agree it. 
there's so much compliance. There is so much authority over one piece of work before it can get authorized. There are so many levels of authorization. That's something new to me. Also, I'm having to learn a whole new role. My role currently is within the luxury retail arena. And it still is within staffing and sort of recruitment, but it's more on the budgeting side, logistics side. How can I manage an account to ensure that things are running smoothly? Like I don't speak to candidates. I don't do any type of recruitment. I am client facing. I am supporting clients with systems. I am supporting clients with uploading things to databases and systems to ensure that they can create their staffing models that they're looking for. I'm helping with budgets and making sure people don't overspend. I'm ensuring governance. I'm doing so many different things, compliance, all different types of things in an industry that I have never worked in. I don't understand their compliance. I have to learn it. I even posted on my Instagram story. I've been in my current job three months and it was only two weeks ago where I was like, wow, I've learned a lot. I'm not feeling like as much of a a beginner as I was at first. It was hard. And I can say that. I can say that with my chest. Being a beginner again was hard. I've done it once before. When I first left childcare, that was the first time I ever became a beginner because I had to learn HR. Now I'm learning a whole new role. I'm a beginner again. And it was hard. It was hard having to ask people all the time. I felt like I was bothering people. There's a lot of people younger than me on the team. And I was like, they're just going to think I'm some silly old lady. And I'm not even old, but they are the thoughts that I was having. The imposter syndrome was kicking my butt. I was like, am I ever going to be good at this? But the truth is, it's like anything else. It's like learning to drive. The first day you learn to drive compared to day 10, totally different. I see myself as a really fast learner, but because I'm working part time, it feels like this has taken me even longer to learn than if I was working five days a week. So I constantly feel like I'm a burden. But guess what? Week two, week three are so different from week 10, week 12. Because if you stick it out, you cannot stay a beginner forever. But you cannot stay an expert if you want change. If you are not happy in your career and you want change, it is going to require some level of being a beginner. And like I shared with you, I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying you're going to get through it. Just like you did when you got your first ever job when you were 16 years old, you're going to get through it. You're not going to be a beginner forever. I understand the comparison, like you feeling like you're comparing yourself to other people. But again, me being new to the job and thinking, wow, these people know so much. I'm comparing my day one to their day 200. Of course they know their job. Of course they're experts. Guess why? Because they've been there for ages. I just left the company where I was the expert. I knew everything. Everyone came to me. Other offices came to train at my office. People came to Adele like I was the person. I'm not that girl no more. And I have to be able to humble myself and be like, do you know what? That's okay. Because I can really say to you guys, I am really enjoying this job. Like I love my job right now. Love it. I was walking around in the office last Thursday and I was like, wow, I really enjoy what I get to do. I really enjoy the people I get to meet. I really enjoy the people I get to support. I really like this job. And that right there is enough for me to continue to be a beginner because I like my job. I can see the potential of this job when I really know all the ins and outs. I really like what I get to do. I really like the company. I really like my boss. I really like so much about this company. I really like that even though they're a billion pound company, it doesn't feel as corporate as some of the smaller companies I've worked for, which is really weird. As far as processes, that feels really corporate. But the people, the people don't make me feel like really stiff and corporate. They are so nice. But 
I wouldn't be able to feel this or be learning this if I hadn't been willing to be like a baby, a baby beginner in a job that I literally had no idea what I was doing. I can really say that that first month, (laughs) I had no idea. I was just looking at everyone like, wow, you're all speaking a different language. You may as well be speaking Spanish because I don't understand anything that's going on. I felt really defeated for a while because I was just like, oh my gosh, am I ever going to learn any of this? I literally couldn't understand what these people were talking about. They talk in a lot of abbreviations as well. And I had to keep asking like, what does that stand for? What does that mean? I felt like everything that came out of my mouth was a question. Like I wasn't learning anything. And then boom, out of nowhere, suddenly two weeks ago, I was like, I got asked loads of questions. People wanted help from me and I was able to help. And I was like, what? I was able to help with more than 50% of what I was asked without needing to go and ask someone else. And I realized your beginner status is starting to change, Adele. You're not going to be the new girl for very long. But are you willing to be the new girl so that you can get everything you want in that career change? I understand the feeling of fear and the feeling of embarrassment that will hold you back because you feel embarrassed. Like, firstly, if you have to change your title, you'll feel embarrassed. But even if you keep your title and you're still in management, but you just don't know what you're doing, you feel embarrassed. You're worried about judgment. And that feels so much easier when you're younger. You could care less about judgment when you're younger. You're just enjoying yourself. You just want to learn new things. You don't care as much what other people think. But as you get older, we feel like we're supposed to have our shit together. We're supposed to know everything. That's what we think as adults. So when we don't and we're the beginner, it feels uncomfortable. It feels embarrassing. It feels weird. And we don't want to do it. We'd rather be uncomfortable and unhappy in a job that we just aren't aligned with anymore, a job that we know we shouldn't be at anymore, than feel uncomfortable being a beginner. You're uncomfortable anyway. You're unhappy anyway. So why not be uncomfortable because you're going to be a beginner again, but it's going to lead you to the happiness that you want. It's going to lead you to the money you want. You're never starting over. I say this all the time because it is so true. Even when you're a beginner, you're not starting over. I am not starting over in this job, even though it's a new industry, even though it's a role I've never done before. I'm not starting over. Why? Because no matter what, I've got management experience. Might not be in this industry, but I know how to manage people. I've got good communication skills because I've worked with multiple people in multiple companies. I can never start over again. I can never be 16-year-old Adele getting her first job. Who knows? Zero. Even if you change industry, you know how to navigate people. You know how to navigate corporate spaces, maybe. And if you don't know how to navigate corporate spaces, you know how to navigate a job. You know that you need to call your boss if you're running late. You know, there are just certain things that are universal. You've learned and they cannot be taken away from you. Whatever your transferable skills are, whether you're a problem solver, whether your administration is top notch, whether your communication is top tier, whatever it is that comes with you, you can never, ever start over. And when you think about it, really believing that you're starting from zero, that's a limiting belief. That's a fake story that you're telling yourself. How can you possibly start from zero? Even if you change career and it didn't work out. If you went into a new job and you were like, oh no, I just realized this isn't for me. I don't like this industry. I don't like this role. I don't like this company. If you had to go back, you would never be starting at zero. You're already where you are now. If you are currently a manager in whatever industry, like I have done, I've been a recruitment manager. I've been a HR manager. Now I'm doing something else. But if I decided that I didn't like this job and I wanted to go back, going back means going back to being a HR manager. I will never go back to, you never have to go back to less than you currently are. Your current place is your starting point. 
So if all else fails, you come back to your starting point. In our brain, sometimes we're telling ourselves that like, we're going to lose our house. We're going to lose everything. We're going to go back to zero. Why? You currently have a job. You currently have skills. Those jobs will still be available. If anything, if you went back to your old industry, you'll be able to do the same role or higher because you have so much experience, so much knowledge, and you know how to deliver results in your current industry. Because you know how I always say experience means nothing. Understanding how to deliver results is everything. So you already know how to do that in your current industry. So even if you switch industries and you don't like it or it doesn't work out, your starting point will always be the same. You will be where you currently are today. So you'll never be worse off than you currently are. You'll just be back where you are. And the truth is, I used to tell myself that all the time. Like, if this doesn't work out, if recruitment doesn't work out, if HR doesn't work out, I'll go back into childcare because I can always go back because I did it for so long. I'm good at it. I have never had to go back, guys. But that thought has helped me go forward because in my head, I always know you can go back if you want to. And the starting point will be management because you've done it. And realistically, it's been so many years since I've been in management. Less people will want to put me into management in childcare. They'll be like, well, you haven't managed in childcare for a really long time. But let's be real. I can still go back. You can never, ever, ever start at zero. You've got too many skills that you can't give back. You've got them. So they come with you. You've got too much understanding of the world of work for you to ever start at zero. And wherever you currently are is your starting point. So unless you class your current point as zero, like you're not doing well, you're failing, then actually you can't be at zero. You can never really start over. I remember my first career change. I took a 4K pay cut. £4,000 a year was my pay cut. When I thought about it and I looked at it, that 4K, by the time you divide it by 12, take away tax, take away national insurance, I was losing about £100 a month. That was it. And my title, I, w- I dropped all the way down to a very junior job title from a manager. I had been in management. I was a senior manager. And now I was back at junior level. But I was only losing 4K, which really worked out about £100 a month. And I had a plan because I'd already spoken to them about what I needed to do to be able to get a promotion within the first six months. And I ended up getting that promotion within the first four and a half weeks, which then put me on the exact same money that I had been on in my previous role. Remember, I've got a lower title, so junior title, but I ended up, I was ma- a month later, I was making the same money as I was making when I was a manager. And then a few months after that, I was making even more money. And by the end of the year, I had made more money in a more junior titled role than when I was a manager in a career that I'd built for 10 years. And that right there says it all. That's why you can never start over. Because even me taking that pay cut wasn't starting over. That propelled me forward quicker than anything else. In two and a half years after making that first career change, I was already in management in an industry that I had no qualifications in. In an industry that I only had two years experience in versus the 10 years I'd been working at my previous job. The fear of being a beginner will keep you stuck where you are. Your next level is calling you But because you don't want to feel like you're not an expert anymore, because you don't want to feel like you're the most junior person in the building, you are putting up with crap money, crap bosses, crap colleagues. Even if your colleagues are great, even if your boss is great, even if your money's decent, and I hate that word decent, why are we striving for mediocre? We want above average, we want excellent, not decent. But even if you have those things and on paper your job looks good, if you are unhappy, you're already losing. If you are unhappy in life, we get this one life. If you are unhappy, you are already losing. You can never start from zero. I don't care whether you take a drop in title. I don't care if you lose a little bit of money, as long as you have a plan to make sure you don't stay at that little bit of money. I don't like losing money in career changes. Like my current career change, I got exactly what I was asking for salary wise. I should have probably asked for more because they didn't even really negotiate with me. (laughs) They was literally like, okay, like I was like, wow, maybe I should have asked for more. But I got what I wanted. I did not take a pay cut. Absolutely not. But is my title as senior as it was previously? No, because I was an operations director before. 
I'm now a client services manager. Director is higher than manager. Do you think I'm worried? I'm making the same money. I'm making really good money. I'm only working part time. I really like the company. I really like my job. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. But I only got here because I had to be a beginner. For the last three months, I've been the new girl. I've been the beginner. I have felt all the feelings of inferiority, the feeling of like, oh my gosh. And again, like I said to you, if you come from a house with immigrant parents, they're like, why would you leave this title, this type of job and go to this? They're embarrassed because now they can't brag about you. My mum, not so much because, you know, we've evolved. We've got past that. Like, you know, shout out to Dolores. Love your mum. But we've evolved. But back in the day when I decided I wanted to leave childcare management to go and start again, not only was my mum disappointed, my partner at the time was disappointed. They were like, oh, well, that's a bit like you're taking a massive drop in job title. But I was like, but the money's the same. They were like, yeah, but like, oh, don't you feel a bit embarrassed that people are going to know? Wow. We're allowing people that don't pay our bills, that can't make us happy. We're allowing them to control what we do in our careers. How crazy does that sound? Our parents love us and they will be okay. Even when our parents are disappointed, like we've taken a title drop. When you then move back up and you're back at the title in the first place, making double the money, you're super happy. You're living your best life. You don't think your parents will be happy. It might start off with like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. You took this pay cut. You took, or not pay cut, sorry. You took this title cut. You know what, mum, you'll get over it. You know what, dad, you'll get over it. Your happiness cannot be tied to embarrassment. Because you're embarrassed, you'll, you'll stay unhappy. For how long? For another 20 years. A lot of us are going to be working for another 20, 30 years. What's the retirement age in here, UK? 67, something ridiculous like that. Yo, a lot of us are 30 odd years left to work. And you're worried about a little bit of embarrassment when you're going to end up doing a career you love, that you wake up every morning and you enjoy. The money in your bank is going up steadily. You've got the money now to have more freedom, more options. I would not be able to work part-time if I hadn't worked a certain way and earned a certain level of money through my nine to five over the last like 10, 15 years. It wouldn't even be possible. If I hadn't allowed myself to be a beginner, not once, but twice, where I am now wouldn't be possible. So if you really want that career change, I'm going to need a lot of you to get off your high horse. I'm going to need a lot of you to let the ego go. And like I said, the more qualified and the more experience and the higher job title level women tend to have, this tends to be the hardest concept for them. If you change industry, you will be a beginner. If you change job role, you will be a beginner. Simple fact is that it doesn't matter how many thousands of transferable skills you have, you do not know that job. You do not know that company. You do not know their processes. You will be the newbie and you have to be okay with that. For me, the hardest thing was I'm the manager and I feel like I'm supposed to have answers. When people come to me, I should have answers and I don't have answers. Why? Because I'm a beginner. I don't know this job. I'm too new. That makes me feel inferior. That makes me feel stupid. But I'll keep pushing through because this is where I want to be. If you are willing to be uncomfortable for a job you hate, why are you not willing to be uncomfortable for a job that you are potentially going to love? And that's where I'm going to leave it. I hope this has resonated with someone. I hope someone gets what I'm trying to say. But above all, if you want a career change, but you don't want to be a beginner, you're going to end up staying exactly where you are a year from now you're still going to be having the same conversations about not enjoying what you're doing, but you're still doing it because you'd rather that discomfort than the discomfort of being a beginner. Anyway, it's been a great episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in as always. If you're currently in the midst of a career change and you need some support, head over to my website, atnrich.com. You know my program, Create Your Own Lane. The intake is September. I am ready to help the next load of women to smash their careers, 
add five figures to their salary and start enjoying Mondays again. Take care and I'll see you guys in the next episode. I hope this episode gave you exactly what you needed and motivated you to confidently take steps towards your next career move. If you enjoyed it, screenshot and share it on your socials, tag me on Instagram and come join my community of amazing women working on levelling up their confidence and career. Thanks for listening and see you next time.